0: Hey, hey, it's Coach Dr. Kim. I started this journey after having a stroke at the age of 36 years old. Since that time, I have moved forward with helping people live their best life. And I haven't turned back. This show is about learning to be present, open, and intentional in every area of your life. Keep listening to hear what I've been thinking. And be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Visit KimRegis.com to join the newsletter. Last week on the show, we talked about just say sorry already, you know, like, why not just do that and then move on from there? And then I promised that this week we would talk about strategies for communication. So I wasn't even really sure where we would start off with that because it just popped in my head, you know, because I'd be thinking. (laughs) So I thought that since we were talking about, you know, that recovery strategy of saying sorry that I would use that as a jump-off point for strategies for communication and continue that theme. So if you're going to say sorry and you need to communicate sorry, there's a few ways to do that. And the first thing that I thought of, and I did some research, you know, I be thinking, but I also do some research. I don't want to just use things that aren't evidence-based, but I also do that research through internal reflection. So I reflected on, what I myself would like to hear and I did a little informal survey and I did some searching literature as well and I came up with three strategies for communication when you're trying to do a service recovery or conflict resolution and one of the first things I came up with is avoiding sound bites so what is a sound bite a sound bite is a brief catchphrase comment or saying and so you know If you do something that offends or causes a rift, you don't want to come across like you're recording a commercial when you apologize or avoid apologizing because then it doesn't seem sincere. And so instead of saying, sorry, you say, you know, some people were offended. That's not an apology. That's avoiding the apology. Or you say something like, You know, there were some downstream effects. Again, that's not an apology. That's avoiding an apology. And so when you're communicating to people, you might want to try being authentic or just outright saying sorry. And I know in the past that has been um, in some organizations, companies, in different ways there was... um, strategy was to avoid apologizing for different reasons because people were afraid that it would make people more suspicious or more concerned. But over the years, it has really been found that avoiding the apology actually causes more problems. And that's because people can see through it. People know when you're avoiding the sorry. And so the first thing I would say is avoid sound bites. Human beings can see right through that and it doesn't feel good. The second strategy for communication is try not to invalidate or demean the person bringing forward the concern. So how could you possibly demean or invalidate another person? The one thing that I found in my research and that I felt as a person is when you're communicating, it can be easy to move out of empathy too soon. And what do I mean by that? It doesn't feel good when you do something wrong to somebody or when that person perceives that you have wronged them. And so speaking for myself, I will try to move into fixer mode rapidly because I don't want to feel bad. I want to fix it and I want to make it right. And so you may say, Oh, I'm, I feel bad for how I've done or what I've done. And then I move into strategy and education. However, you may be robbing the other person of the opportunity to grieve or to process their own emotions. And so when you move from empathy to education too fast or empathy to fixer, you then may be invalidating their experience. Or perhaps they've come to you for your opinion, but not to solve the problem. And so in any of those instances, you may need to signal or clarify their expectation say you know thank you for sharing what would you like me to do are you asking for a solution are you sharing a concern so again that's where a strategy for communication is very necessary because in that instance if you use a sound bite and then move forward with fixing or you use a sound bite and then tell them why they're wrong you may have just invalidated their whole experience and whatever it was may have been devastating to them and you've missed the weight of it and the burden that it's created for their life so again in order to connect with another human being um, it's important for us not to move out of empathy too fast and then number three and I think this may be the most important of all is remember that bias is real whenever you communicate. We all have preferences and we all have biases, even me. For example, um, you've probably taken the implicit bias association test. Um, So when I did that, I learned that I have gender bias in uh, work roles. I was like, what? Like, I am a female. I identify as female. And I'm an executive, And I do not have bias in that way. That was my initial thought. And then I thought about societal established norms, where I grew up, how I grew up. And then I thought, hmm, yep, I got bias. Last week on the show, we talked about just say sorry already, you know? Like, why not just do that and then move on from there? And then I promised that this week we would talk about strategies for communication. So I wasn't even really sure where we would start off with that because it just popped in my head, you know, because I'd be thinking. (laughs) So I thought that since we were talking about, you know, that recovery strategy of saying sorry, that I would use that as a jump off point for strategies for communication and continue that theme. So if you're going to say sorry, and you need to communicate sorry, there's a few ways to do that. And the first thing that I thought of, and I did some research, you know, I be thinking, but I also do some research. I don't want to just use things that are not evidence-based, but I also do that research through internal reflection. So I reflected on what i myself would like to hear and i did a little informal survey and i did some searching literature as well and i came up with three strategies for communication when you're trying to do a service recovery or conflict resolution and one of the first things i came up with is avoiding sound bites so what is a sound bite a sound bite is a brief catchphrase comment or saying and so you know If you do something that offends or causes a rift, you don't want to come across like you're recording a commercial when you apologize or avoid apologizing because then it doesn't seem sincere. And so instead of saying, sorry, you say, you know, some people were offended. That's not an apology. That's avoiding the apology. Or you say something like, you know, there were some downstream effects. Again, that's not an apology. That's avoiding an apology. And so when you're communicating to people, you might want to try being authentic or just outright saying sorry. And I know in the past that has been um, in some organizations, companies, in different ways there was... Um, strategy was to avoid apologizing for different reasons because people were afraid that it would make people more suspicious or more concerned. But over the years, it has really been found that avoiding the apology actually causes more problems. And that's because people can see through it. People know when you're avoiding the sorry. And so the first thing I would say is avoid sound bites. Human beings can see right through that and it doesn't feel good. The second strategy for communication is try not to invalidate or demean the person bringing forward the concern. So how could you possibly demean or invalidate another person? The one thing that I found in my research and that I felt as a person is when you're communicating, it can be easy to move out of empathy too soon. And what do I mean by that? It doesn't feel good when you do something wrong to somebody or when that person perceives that you have wronged them. And so speaking for myself, I will try to move into fixer mode rapidly because I don't want to feel bad. I want to fix it and I want to make it right. And so you may say, oh, I'm, I feel bad for how I've done or what I've done. And then I move into strategy and education. However, you may be robbing the other person of the opportunity to grieve or to process their own emotions. And so when you move from empathy to education too fast or empathy to fixer, you then may be invalidating their experience. Or perhaps they've come to you for your opinion but not to solve the problem. And so in any of those instances, you may need to signal or clarify their expectation. Say, you know, thank you for sharing. What would you like me to do? Are you asking for a solution? Are you sharing a concern? So again, that's where a strategy for communication is very necessary. Because in that instance, if you use a soundbite, and then move forward with fixing. Or you use a sound bite and then tell them why they're wrong. You may have just invalidated their whole experience. And whatever it was may have been devastating to them. And you've missed the weight of it and the burden that it's created for their life. So again, in order to connect with another human being... Um, It's important for us not to move out of empathy too fast. And then number three, and I think this may be the most important of all, is remember that bias is real. Whenever you communicate, we all have preferences and we all have biases, even me. For example, um, you've probably taken the implicit bias association test. Um, So when I did that, I learned that I have gender bias in uh, work roles. I was like, what? Like, I am a female. I identify as female. And I'm an executive. And I do not have bias in that way. That was my initial thought. And then I thought about societal established norms, where I grew up, how I grew up. And then I thought, hmm, yep, I got bias. That is a bias. However... There are ways to raise your awareness of your biases, strategies to mitigate bias in your communication. And yes, it's something that I daily, daily, daily have to work on. But there's one thing you can do. And it goes back to last week's podcast. You can just say sorry. And I'll give you an example. I was just getting coffee the other day with my daughter. And I said something to the person, the barista. I said lady or woman or something. And my daughter taps me and she goes, mom, they have a pin on with their pronouns. And I just wanted, my face hit the floor. Like I just wanted to shrivel up and die. And in the past, that's exactly what I would have done. I would have just like put my head in my shell and walked away. But since that time done some work and I realized that it's not about me it's about them and so I said excuse me I am so sorry I misgendered you I sincerely apologize and you know what happened they said thank you and they said you're the first person that's ever take taken the time to apologize and I really appreciate it and I'm here to tell you I don't know if I said it right did it right whatever right I don't know But I do know they were sincere in expressing appreciation. And I was deeply sincere in my apology. And communication is an amazing thing. And my fear and worry of offending and saying the wrong thing got a little less on that day, which was just this past week. And so... What I'm saying is a strategy for communicating is to communicate and to be authentic and to be open to feedback. Because I very well could have received something that was not pleasant to my ears to hear. And I would have had to receive that and then learn from it. So avoid sound bites. Try your best not to invalidate the other person. And if you learn that you do, you're going to just roll up your sleeves and try and try again and recognize that you have biases. And maybe that led to the sound bites and the invalidation and the demeaning. And maybe the next time you go after it, you go and do it, communicate. It'll be a little different in that instance, but don't give up. Communication is key to connection and collaboration and bridging the gaps that we have between each other. And so I would say this is only the beginning. There's so much to talk about with communication and we're going to keep on going down this road. So share with friends Share with neighbors, co-workers. And if you have an idea about something that we need to cover, share that with me. And if you've made a misstep, just say sorry already and see where that leads you. And that's what I've been thinking. Peace out. To schedule a session with Kim, visit www.kimregis.com where you can learn more about her. You can also book a free life coaching consultation. Find the link to her book, Meeting Just Fine, A Life-Changing Encounter, available on Amazon.com. View her TED-style talk and download useful resources. Tune in next week for more I've Been Thinking, Cam's Coaching.